I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Okay. That's that's my every time every time you're pissed off, I just that'll sure that's that's my response is sure. Yeah. Why doesn't your response do better? Do better with what? With with your effort, with your performance. <laughs> do do you realize do you when you project do you realize you're projecting or do you just do you do it unironically? Mm, okay. Oh, okay. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to make me think that I'm crazy. You're trying to gaslight me. <laughs> you're in, you're you're insane. You've insane been doing like, you're insane in like a white girl type of way. You're not insane in like a, a a cool way or like a fucking schizophrenic way. You're insane in like I'm gonna key your car because you bought the wrong like type of fruit or something like that. Okay, well why don't you learn to buy the right type of fruit and your car will be safe. Mm, fair enough. Welcome, welcome to the newest and potentially last episode of the podcast. I'm I'm your host. That's a white girl insane thing to do. Is it? <laughs> hey, this might be the end of the. Oh, you bought you bought mango instead of fucking mango steam. Guess what? <laughs> I'm blocking you on fucking on on mm. my phone and mm. this, and we're done. What's mango steam? I don't know. I think it's like who the fuck uh, mango like steam? An Asian, that's an Asian fruit or something like that. Mm. Okay. Well. Um, let's not talk about fruit. Let's, let's, uh, let's introduce the podcast. Welcome, welcome to the, uh, podcast. It's not the last episode. We're joking. When we fight, we fight out of love. Uh, I'm, I'm your host, Nathan. Uh, with me is my co-host for now, Ryan. (laughs) Ryan, say, say what's up to the people. Listen, glad to be here. Glad to be taking part and possibly the world's worst podcast possibly the worst we we recently realized that uh we 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 did something with the timing on the audio and we're just talking over each other for an hour and a half every week and Mm -hmm. i've decided that there's i've decided not to do anything about it that's good that's that's exactly the conclusion you should come to Mm -hmm. i i just i decided it's it's not worth it um and it's kind of it's kind of nice to hear two people talking over each other right it's, it's sort of like re- reminiscent of like a family dinner or um maybe like going out with your friends when they've been drinking yeah fair enough um except um it's supposed to be a podcast and you're supposed to be able to hear the people but how many podcasts out there are making episodes where you can't even understand the people talking? Not many. Not many. So um, I think we're 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 fucking we're on the forefront. Yeah, and it's just a matter of time for this baby takes off because I have uh, I've kind of I've done it. I've done it. I figured out life. Really. Mm-hmm. I. I figured out a routine. Life's about consistency. If you want to, if you want to be great, it's about incremental progress. Getting one percent ev- better every day—that's three thousand percent better every year. If you know how compound interest works, don't give mm-hmm. me that face. Don't give me that face like you're back in sixth grade and we just introduced fra- fractions to your dumbass. Mm-hmm. And and I figured out how to take my brain to the next level. Okay, and, and how little, how did you do all this? A little something called Zen. I mean, listen, if the Zen, if the I mean, yeah, Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. Listen, the fucking nicotine, mm-hmm. it's it, it it awakens your your alpha male brain. <laughs> Pretty mm-hmm. soon you'll be fucking swinging around monkey head kettlebells and 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 training jujitsu, <laughs> and that's really that's where it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where life leads. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that starts soon because so far I've just been getting nicotine headaches and and nausea and and throwing up. But uh, I am addicted to Zens now. It's been it's been two weeks of me on the Zen, 
the the old Zinchinos, and it's it's a better life for me. You've been thrown up because of the Zen. I did throw up once because of the Zen. What <laughs> like what the first time? Yeah, yeah. Took too much. Um, left it in too long. Had the buzz was doing too good, and uh, yeah, I went. I went to uh, I went to a friend's wedding in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Amazing mm-hmm. this time of year, fall. The leaves are changing. Um, Gatlinburg's like a town of two thousand people, but it's like it's it's like the it's like ten times that many people are there um, during just like for vacationing, maybe even more. I don't know. The traffic is wild, but yeah, went to a wedding. Got to watch a, a mail order bride situation go down before my eyes, and uh, really? the groom was like, "Have you t- have you tried Zins?" And I was like, "Give me give me one of those, baby." And it was just doing them the whole wedding, the whole the whole reception, and then vomited. That's good. I mean, um, yeah, I always hear about people like the first time they fucking they dip or they. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was vomit, but I guess I'm just too much of a man to do something like that. It's, po- it's possible. I I do have just a, a weak body. Um, I went to I went to uh, my friend the the groom that was getting married. He had this like cabin in the woods, and it had a had a hot tub. And I go, I get in his hot tub, and I'm there. I'm in there for like ten minutes. I get out, and I try I try to walk inside. And I collapsed to the floor. What? Yeah, I, some people, some people just like when their Maybe body like goes Chandler from... Bing. <laughs> Dude, I almost had it. It was really the same night that Chandler Bing died. I almost had a much more uh, boring um, and less sad death because no one will miss me. I uh, uh-huh. in in uh, in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yeah, it's something like your blood pressure drops when you're when you're like go from hot to cold and my my blood pressure dropped too much and i just like was on the floor <laughs> and my friend was like are you like okay fucking... yeah. and i'm like yeah i'm fine i'm fine yeah you're like you're like a spider you just fuck, you know spiders the the way their legs work is it's all like fucking the way they 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 use locomotion is they it's oh, like it's blood like pressure. pressure oh wow yeah Mm. that's why when you kill them that like everything curls up mm. um yeah i don't know that's weird that's crazy that you would just like how bad like you collapsed like a what like a you fainted like a woman in the 1800s or something like that or <laughs> well i could tell uh i knew i knew that something was wrong and i was just gonna like go to the bathroom and lay sit on the toilet or or something um because I, I guess whenever i have like an issue my first thought is like don't don't make a scene i was like mm-hmm. don't don't make this about you right now, even though you're kind of losing consciousness. Um, so I try, I tried to go in, in his bathroom, but his, do- his door had a code on it. And I was like, what's the code? He was like, but I think I was like, kind of like slurring my words. He was like, what? I was like, code. <laughs> and I just fell over. <laughs> um, so it's, it actually, I'm, I'm glad like I know, because it happened to me once before, and I didn't really, I didn't really understand the, um, the context. But I was in a, uh, I, I was at, I was like at a friend's house or Airbnb in in Denver, and I did the same thing. I was in a hot tub, I was smoking smoking weed, drinking in a hot tub, and then get out, go inside, and one of the, one of the girls that was with us was like, she was like asleep on the couch, and I could kind of feel myself like getting woozy. And so I was going to go sit down on the couch next to her and I just slammed, <laughs> like I just <laughs> fell down and, uh, she, she was asleep. So she woke up and I was like, uh, I tripped. <laughs> I didn't want to, didn't want to tell her I fainted. Um, so yeah, she probably thought I was in there to, to touch her while she was asleep. Mm-hmm. She's not wrong. <laughs> if, uh, if God hadn't cursed me with his blood pressure, I would have, I would have groped her. But, um, but yeah, um, but yeah, there, the wedding was great. The love is in the air. You know, she's a mail order bride from the Philippines. Really? Been been in America less than a year. Already, already found a man. Um, 
and uh yeah it was that that area i don't know if you've been tennessee be- beautiful i've not i've Eastern never been tennessee, i don't think i've Western ever north carolina yeah never stepped foot in in tennessee yeah what state what states have you been to uh i mean basically i mean uh all the ones in the fucking south yeah all the ones in the south uh except i mean like the very south not because like tennessee's like a little bit north you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i mean like i don't know fucking wyoming i think i've been to washington uh new york some i don't know some other fucking places i guess oklahoma did you go to new york city yeah wow yeah i mean it's uh we just fucking we hung out ate pizza walked around times square you know like the normal we went as like i went when i was like fucking i was maybe like 12 or 13 something like that mm-hmm. uh we just you know we did all the fucking all the tour shit went up to empire state building mm-hmm. um that's pretty much it rode the subway oh i love riding the subway I, I think I, I never really went anywhere as a kid. I think that's why I like to go places as an adult. That's why I enjoy traveling. I think the when I was a kid, I went to, you know, I'm from North Carolina, so I went to Myrtle Beach uh, for vacation, Florida for Disney World, and Tennessee for, for uh, P- Pigeon Forge, if you've heard of that place. Yeah, you've, you've shown me that place before. Home of Midget yes. Wrestling. There's there's some midget wrestling that's there. Um, very very white trash family vacations, you know, like putt putt, uh, medieval times, and Dollywood. Um, oh, a lot of go kart, a lot of go karting. My dad put me into the wall uh, at Pigeon Forge when I was like eleven. Mm-hmm. I'm just crying my eyes out, and my dad's like, "Bump bumpin's racing, boy. Get used to it." Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean that's uh. I mean, good of him to put you in your fucking place at an early age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you I'm, can't let. I'm proud. Listen, if I if I have a kid and I recognize and he's and he's a Nathan, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get him used to losing real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna beat him <laughs> in everything. Mm-hmm, that was so mm-hmm. he has zero expectation. Hmm. Yeah. All right, I gotta take this thing out. I'm getting a headache. Oh god! What are you? What are you fucking doing? Why are you still using it to get a headache? I don't know. I think it's because I because I'm I'm two days off weed, so I have to <laughs> have to replace it with another addiction. Yeah, I mean, it, of all the things you can replace it with, um, Zen's probably like. I mean, it's probably is pretty bad. Like probably like Delta Eight, you know. Not too many uh, cancer causing. Uh, things but especially the edibles but the zen i mean probably less cancer causing than mm-hmm. like if you were to just dip regular tobacco or smoke cigarettes obviously but i think probably still it has some adverse effects to your health as a whole yeah uh pro- probably but they don't know about them right now and it's it's too early for the effects to to take effect if no one knows about them Kind right, of it, exactly. if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears, did it really happen? Right. Exactly. If I release carcinogens into my gums, but I don't know they're carcinogens, my body will fight them off. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the danger. See, the people think danger of smoking is actually smoking. No, it was the fucking dumbass doctors finding out that it, that it's harmful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the placebo effect? doctors i'm aware yeah yeah so if you think you're gonna get cancer you might as well go ahead and shave your head buddy because that shit right. your body your body fights off cancer naturally uh-huh and you can you can do things to help it like eat avocados smoke weed um and uh pray for the downfall of the jews but mm-hmm. Um, the, the worst thing you can do for cancer is to, is to let you, is to let your mind believe that you're susceptible to it. Right. Exactly. And I'll be giving this speech at St. Jude's Children's Hospital in a few weeks, Uh um, to kind of give the kids a little, uh, a little medicine. 
Yeah, I mean, if anyone needs it, it's them. Because how how the fuck are you gonna come out of the womb with cancer? Like that's a what a weak ass mentality you gotta have. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I think it starts with the mother most of the time. Yeah, probably the mother was probably feeding, probably reading them like bedtime stories in the womb. Mm-hmm. What you gotta do is you gotta you gotta get a pair of Beats headphones, put it over the pregnant belly, and and play it uh play it play it Jocko Willink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. That baby's not coming out with cancer. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he's man. coming out with Cancer's... a goddamn purple heart. Yeah, cancer cancer's bad, cancer's lame. We don't support it here at the Alex Crusoe fan club. Uh we do support traveling, wanderlust, exploring the world. And Ryan, you explored the world a little bit over the past two weeks, right? We haven't we haven't met in two weeks. That's true, yeah. I mean it does it feels like you miss me a little piece. Um you know what? Not even a little bit bullshit bro <laughs> not even the smallest amount bullshit bullshit um uh, yeah i mean it, i have been because I, I mean i got back like uh like five days ago now and it feels like a lifetime because i've been i've been so fucking busy i've been getting after it you know what i mean yeah. so um but, but yeah before that so i i drove to to phoenix which mm-hmm. uh probably isn't meant to be an interesting experience but the uh the way google maps took me made it sort of interesting Mm -hmm. like so what happened was i was basically taking the highway the whole way and then i got off the highway to to stop at a gas station and then this gas station was like completely closed off right but it was mm-hmm. completely closed off like there was no entrance i could see but it was clearly still open like there was people you know going in and out pumping gas or whatever so i was like okay so there's an entrance somewhere let me go find it and then so i go down the road and then but down the road there's no entrance i can see to to go to the gas station and then there's no way to turn around and then there's like no way so i end up going down this road like a few miles and then i was like all right fuck it fuck the gas station let me just put like phoenix or whatever back in my google maps and then go that way but and because i like went this fucking weird way uh google maps took me through like far like 30 miles of farmland mm-hmm. so i'm just i'm just going down these roads like this one lane or i guess it was two lane road um and i just see like people all the only other cars are like these buses that say like uh Maryville harvesting company on it and they look like prison buses and um they they have they each have a trailer with like six porta potties uh pulling them or whatever and then they're carrying like people that are probably you know illegal immigrants that will go out and they'll harvest the land so that was kind of cool to see you know that whole process of how farmland is actually harvested or whatever mm. but um yeah and then i saw like there there was some uh i saw one house it was it looked like a fucking plantation mansion it was just in the middle of nowhere had this long ass driveway it had like these columns and shit that was cool to see but um but yeah eventually i make it to phoenix uh it was like a five hour did you ever get gas i actually didn't need to get gas a single time i just needed i needed to piss at the gas i wanted to piss at the gas station and then get uh i think i was gonna get like a, a monster or something and then they just weren't open yeah. or i just couldn't get in so just drive straight all the way to phoenix and then uh hung out there or i it was it was tempe actually it was, i was because i was taking the car to my sister and she's going to asu and that's in tempe and tempe there was a it's a kind of a cool place i guess but um the coolest thing i see there is uh there's a big ass free palestine protest going on Oh yeah, at the at the university for sure. Yeah, at the university. So there's like I don't know, maybe the, it, it was probably like a thousand people. It was a ton of people, and they're just they're screaming, you know, like free Palestine. Uh, we hate Jews. Bring back Hitler. Um, <laughs> which seems I don't know. Doesn't seem, like, doesn't seem yeah. like the best thing to say. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, it was cool because they were like blocking off areas, so I could just like walk through. I didn't have to wait for lights or anything. So that was my biggest mm-hmm. takeaway from that. Um, and then what else? Then you then you, you flew you to Dallas. To, yeah. So after I flew to Dallas, but have you ever been to Taco Bell Cantina? Uh, no. Is that what's the difference between that and Taco Bell? So a Taco Bell Cantina is. I think it, it basically has like a license to serve alcohol, so they have like Baja Blast margaritas. Oh shit! Yeah, I ended up like not trying one because it was I was, it was like nine in the morning or something when I checked it out, and I was about to go fly to Dallas, so I just I I got a spicy potato soft taco, and and the lady, a little aside, the lady working the fucking register, missing majority of her teeth. Seemed like a nice lady, but um, sure. I I'd say simply, you know, let me get a spicy potato soft taco. It's on the dollar menu. Maybe like one of the most popular items. I'm sitting there for five minutes as she goes, "Wait, hold on, let me find it." And then like two more minutes, and then she's like, "Wait, hold on, let me find it." Mm-hmm. So five minutes. So I don't know. That's the quality. I think they. I was expecting like there to be a fucking waiter and like a tuxedo at the Taco Bell Cantina, but clearly <laughs> yeah. there. It's just. It sounds like no, she's been no... hitting hitting the the Baja Blast margaritas a little bit. <laughs> yeah, she's been fucking. She she's QC for the Baja Blast margaritas. So um, I mean, it was on it was on her little menu. She just she just couldn't find it. She's going to find it, and I don't know how you... Yeah. I don't know... Like, what if I go up there and I'm like, let me get a fucking Gordita Crunch, let me get a... You know, what if I get a, give you a bunch of, like, items that maybe aren't as... Like, the Spice Potato Soft Taco has to be one of the most popular items, and it's a dollar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to mm-hmm. be at the top somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Homeless people are in there every day ordering that. So it's like, how am I... If I get to wait, like, five minutes for this, how long do I have to wait? Like, am I going to be here an hour if I do, like, a normal order? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that was that. Fly to Dallas. Dallas is the same as it always is. Pretty boring. Yeah, I've been to Dallas a couple times. A lot, a lot of metrosexual cowboys there. Yeah, I didn't see very much of that. I Honestly, so I land in Dallas, and then I immediately go to Louisville. And then that's where my friend lives, and then we just we hang out in Louisville. So I get, I'm there probably. So I, I, get, I get drunk when I drive into Phoenix. I get a little drunk. We go to this place called Fuzzies, and they have these With frozen margaritas. Yeah, I mean, and then so I have like four margaritas. What was she wearing during this period? Uh, she was wearing um, a bikini. That's what they wear. That's what the college women wear. That's mm. okay. Um, mm. Yeah, so. We do that, and then I was there in Dallas probably like five nights, something like that, four nights, and I'm get blackout drunk, two of them, and that's that's that. And, that and for the listeners, trip. could you just could you describe your sister's body? Just yeah, for she. Um, for the listeners, she has um, she has five legs um, coming out of a. A uh, brown perky little booty carapace. Um, she actually has that, no that face. Like, it's like a, it's like a, bu- a bug body part, a carapace. It's the harder outer shell of a, like an arachnid or a crab or turtle. And she has a, uh, she had her her nerves are actually replaced by um her nerves are external and they wrap around all five of her limbs and then at Mm -hmm. the end of her limb she has claws and those claws are used for she has uh two smaller claws that are used for uh like cutting and then three bigger uh crushing claws uh you know typically used Mm. for other things let her crush me up. Um, well, yeah, dude, that sounds that sounds hot as hell, man. Uh, it's it's what she she's a senior at ASU. Nah, I don't know. She's like a, I don't know, fucking sophomore or something like that. Ooh, good year, junior. Hmm. Um. Even better. Well, I'm I'm glad you got to see. Was, was she sh- was she shocked to see your weight loss? Uh, I mean not. 
really i mean we've been in she's seen like she left probably like a few months ago but i mean she's seen like pictures of me and shit Who, who's taking pictures of you when we, me i when i ran the the 5k my mother was there so mm. nice um and then what about your friends what about, what about your friend in uh in Louisville, did they uh they excited for the weight loss and the long hair yeah they're pretty hype i mean yeah we had a we had a fucking good time i mean it's like i mean you'll never experience this because you don't uh you've never been fat and you've never been skinny but it's like oh hey you lost weight and then that's it yeah well I'm I'm glad you had a good time. You stayed there for what, like a week? It's probably more like Yeah, I mean I guess the the trip total was like a week, yeah. Hmm. Well yeah, it sounds very boring. I don't know why you brought it up. Yeah, I mean listen, you brought it up and it was boring and the one thing I realized when I was there is that so the the longer I stay away from my work is the longer I start to become more like people like you. You know what I mean? And uh, that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Which is ultimately, I was supposed to be there. I was supposed to get back yesterday. Technically, I had a flight booked. But uh, one night I got drunk and I was like, yeah, I, j- I should go back now. And so I booked a flight that night. <laughs> that yeah for like the next day yeah for the next morning wow dude and were your friends like bye or they're like why why'd you do that yeah they they were kind of like why why'd you do that and then i gave sort of and i was drunk and i was like i gotta get back to work suck. yeah because you guys suck <laughs> they're like they're like what well panera is made you an offer you can't refuse yeah i mean it's something like that was it was it your one friend that uh that i met what was your one friend we went to the strip club with uh joe joe was yeah it I joe? St- I, yeah that's his name joe hmm. well I'm, gl- I'm glad you may you're trying to maintain your relationship with your only friend besides me uh i hope I hope you didn't ruin it by drunkenly booking a flight to leave the next morning. <laughs> I mean, that's like the opposite of what friends do. Uh, I could see your friend being like drunk and moving their flight later in the week. Like they're having so much fun. They're like, uh, you know what? I And you're like, man, this is fun. I mi- miss seeing you guys. <laughs> Can anybody take me to the airport? <laughs> I just booked yeah, a flight I mean- for 30 minutes from now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, definitely not the coolest move by me. But the problem mm-hmm. is when I get when I get drunk, the fucking the the hunger grows. You know what I mean? Mm. And then I, I get I get I get upset. Mm. Yeah. So you're uh. So are you? You're back. You're locked in. You've got one goal and you're focused on it now. It's writing the novel. Yep. 100% locked in. Yeah. I, actually, a, a friend of mine was asking about how the novel's going. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what friend? Um, do you remember that girl? I was uh, seeing a girl in Melbourne. Uh huh. She, uh, she, uh, she said, uh, I can't go to sleep because I can't stop thinking about how your life coach's novel is going. <laughs> she said that to me. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, you, listen, if I'm your fucking life coach and you've given me this moniker for a while now, you are the worst life student of all time. Well, I, I got like a C minus or? You're, you're completely failing. You're at like a 10%. Okay. Jesus, is there any extra credit? Yeah, can I you suck can fucking, you off at least? You can suck me off for an extra like fucking fifteen percent, maybe. Um, that's me at a twenty-five, still pretty bad. 
Um, yeah, but it's well, going been... well. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, I mean, she she asked me how it was going, and I said, I said my life coach is infallible and amazing and unrelenting. The novel will be perfect. She yeah, I mean, I don't know. How... That. That's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know how like the how good the quality will be, but it will be done. That's a, that's as much mm -hmm. as I can say. Yeah, and I mean, who who I don't expect your first novel to be good. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I will see what happens. I mean, the thing is, the idea I have in my head for how it to go, like, I feel like no one does it. Like, I feel like most books, there's always, uh, like, there's some sort of, uh, like, basically, I'm planning on for the main character, his love interest to die, and then for the main character to kill himself. That's the, that's how it's going to end, which seems like, I feel like maybe people are not going to like. So, I don't know. I can't we'll imagine see. why. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if that's how it goes. Okay. If, if, yeah. I might pussy out, though, because, I mean, that's... But that's that's the idea. Well, you know, I, I actually don't... I don't hate it. I mean, I hate that you spoiled it for me. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I I think part of the reason why I like you know game of thrones more than lord of the rings is because the whole time you're you're reading or watching lord of the rings you you know that frodo is going to destroy the ring and that everyone's mm -hmm. going to be happy together at the end and maybe maybe you're like oh maybe frodo will die but um that that doesn't even happen he gets kind of like saved by these eagles and then you know game of thrones sort of ends and it's like okay yeah, there's like a crippled guy who's president of the realm now, and and pretty much no one's happy, and half the half the cool characters are dead. And so, because yeah, that seems more realistic. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I we'll see. We'll see what ultimately. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't. I don't, I don't know how it's gonna end. I don't. I'm not even. I'm like twenty thousand. I'm about to cross the twenty thousand word threshold. So I'm. <laughs> And I feel like I need to, uh, like, I, I I don't know how much of the those twenty thousand words I'm actually g are gonna end up in the in the final thing. Uh, mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm not even a, a tenth of the way done. So, it, yeah, what's I'm sure a, the story will change. What's a book? It's like ninety thousand for a book. Eighty thousand. Yeah, yeah. Typical novels, eighty thousand yeah, I mean, words. Sixty to a hundred thousand is is normal. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, once I edit it down, I'm sure it'll like not be that big. But I think the like the original, I think the manuscript will probably be like, I don't know, hundred thousand plus easy. Damn. Yeah, it looks like in science fiction, it's you would consider it science fiction, right? Yeah. Cause, and is it just because the main character is based on you and he has sex? Is that why it's science fiction? You you're gonna make the the same joke you did on. Did I do that again already? <laughs> you already said that. Oh. Uh, it's, it's still decently funny though, so I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, keep saying it. Say it next episode too. Why not? Um, I might. Yeah, but that's exactly why it's actually set. It it's set in 2015, and it's the exact same world as it is. <laughs> Mm -hmm. No, it's set like 200 years in the future or some shit, right? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I haven't worked out, I haven't worked out the exact date, but it's like 200, 300 years in the future. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'm not really much of a novelist, but I, I do consider myself a top-notch editor. So when when do I get my eyes on this? On yeah, this you piece? listen, you'll get your eyes on it. You'll get your eyes on... You might be the first guy I sent it to. And... Not be the only reason is because you'd be the only person I could send it to, uh, but you'll get it. I mean, I would imagine I'd imagine it'd be ready in like a year, maybe like nine months. Mm -hmm. Well, I think uh, you gotta get that down. You think I gotta go quicker than that? Yeah, man, because it's like, dude, you're gonna spend a whole. You don't even know if you're an author. This is a fucking goof. 
And you're going to no, spend a I mean, year of your life doing this bullshit? Fucking speed it up. You don't even have you, you have nothing else to do. You left your friends to go back home and do this. We do a podcast yeah, once a week for an hour. And then what else do you do? Yeah, no, that's a generous. I mean, I'm giving myself as much time as possible. I mean, the uh, the way I'm operating is I'm setting, you know, quotas for myself right now. Uh, you know, this is week one, so I set it kind of low, but I'm like 350 words a day. Um, mm -hmm. And in the future, that'll go up. But so at that rate, I'll probably get to like 500, 600, 700, 800 words a day. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I don't think I would go above 600, but at that rate, you know, it'll probably be ready to be. It'll probably be in the editing stage um, in like five or six months, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, because yeah, five hundred five hundred words a day. It'll take you two hundred days to reach a hundred thousand, but you're already twenty thousand in. So do some more quick maths. Yeah, one hundred sixty days, bro. Come on, March of next year. I want I want to be reading this thing. No, nah, I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give myself as much time as possible. I've already. I've already committed to. I mean, as long as it takes, as long if it takes me 15 years, it takes me 15 years. But um, a year, year and a half, two years, if that's as long as it takes, that's the upper estimate is is two years. But I don't think it'll take me that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's do you have a uh, do you have like a a pattern, a routine that you're in with this with this writing? Yeah, I mean, right now it's kind of hard because I've I've only started. It's uh, I guess it's day four or day five. Mm -hmm. But uh, I wake up and uh, uh, I typically I, I read. A, I have a vocab list and I read that every day pretty much as soon as I get up and then I add one word a day and then um, a, a separate quote like a word do... you want to use not just wor words that uh, you know maybe I didn't like if, if I come across a word like I'm reading and I come across a word and I don't know exactly what it means I'll look it up and if I think it might be something I would use then I would then I add it to the vocab list hmm So, um, I think like, like, for example, I, like I was reading like Norwegian wood by, uh, Haruki Murakami and mm -hmm. he used the word deciduous. You know what deciduous means? Yeah. It's a type of tree. Kind of not really. It means it's like a tree or a shrub that is shedding its leaves annually. Yeah. So there's, it's not a type of tree. It's not like a fucking fern. What, there's deciduous and there's what's the other one? Uh, coniferous? I don't. But point is, I didn't know what the fuck deciduous meant, so I I look it up and then I and then I save it and then I add it to the vocab list. Mm -hmm. Um. Damn, dude. My fucking vocab's off the charts. Uh, dude, that's like a science term, though. I mean, but okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, so you add, so you add a word to you, you learn a new word, and then you're like, well, maybe I'll put this in my book. And, no, no, I um, mean that's not even that's not even the way I think about it. It's just if I if I do not know what it means, uh, then I then I put it in the list. Mm -hmm. Isn't uh, is who who wrote who wrote Norwegian wood Murakami? Is that it? Haruki Murakami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you um, or I don't know if I sent you his thing, but I I have this saved in my uh, in my Google Drive. But he says when I'm writing when I'm in writing mode for a novel, I get up at four a.m. and work for five to six hours. In the afternoon, I run for ten kilometers or swim for fifteen hundred meters or do both. Then I read a bit and listen to some music. I go to bed at 9 p.m. I keep to this routine every day without variation. The repetition itself becomes the important thing. It's a form of mesmerism. 
I mesmerize myself to reach a deeper state of mind. But to hold to such repetition for so long, six months to a year, requires a good amount of mental and physical strength. In a sense, writing a long novel is like survival training. Physical strength is as necessary as artistic sensitivity. Uh-huh. Maybe I should Damn. try that. And you, I mean, dude, the life you live now, like you don't, you don't need to go to work, right? Because like th- uh-huh. this whole thing is like, yeah, this is nice if you can wake up and work for five to six hours and not get paid, right? Hmm. I mean, I do, I do that. That kind of life does seem. I, maybe, maybe I couldn't do it. Maybe it, it seems boring, but it, it, there is something that seems nice about that. That set routine. I'm imagining you're doing this in like a cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll try that for like three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Working I mean, that, five to six weird. hours straight is tough. Five to six. How was that tough? <laughs> I mean. To work for me to work five to six hours without like a boss telling me like, hey, this is the thing you have to do. I, I think I would find tough. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, the the funny thing is, I'm like, a mental midget. Yeah, you are a mental midget. Um, the funny thing is, is like uh, the I don't know about like Kafka on the shore, but like Norwegian Wood, um, that book. It, it it's not written by a guy that's like that seems like he's fucking super disciplined and he has this routine like it's it seems like it's written by like a fucking 17 year old like the mm. the character in the book is like literally like has sex with everybody and then I don't, like and then yeah. the story like doesn't even <laughs> it's like i don't he's i got really this, like, like the strict book. routine yeah, he's got he's, he's like got the, the strict most... routine, and he's just like, and what if this guy got pussy all day long? <laughs> <laughs> then he was like, "Fucking!" <laughs> all right, time to go for a swim. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's literally that's literally what it is. Like the the story, like it's a really good book, and it's but I don't know, it, it's just mm-hmm. the story. It doesn't even I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's written by a guy who's who's like I run fucking ten kilometers every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. work five to six um, hours religiously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I read Kafka on the shore, and it was it was a little similar. Where it was like, I mean, there was like this deep meaning seemingly to the novel, but it, it was about this like seventeen year old guy who did get a lot of pussy. <laughs> Yeah, I think I don't know. He's like just a he, he guy. just gets a like each each chapter. There was like he's like, and I'm I'm so focused on my on my work, and then oh, but then also I met this girl and she jerked me off. Um, yeah, but uh, but dude, I like the I like the mesmerism. I like I like um. I definitely like that. I I'm trying to kind of mesmerize myself a little bit. I've I've came up with my new life strategy. I haven't haven't tried it yet, but I'm doing a morning and a nightly routine. The morning the morning routine is an hour in the morning, no phone. I met I meditate. I I do a little writing, and then I have to do an uncomfortable task first thing in the morning. Which is what. Uh, it could be like taking a cold shower. It could be going for a run. It could be doing yoga for forty minutes, something like that. Um, yoga for forty minutes. Yeah, because I'm I'm trying That's to. I mean, it's like I can't. I think I've been mean, doing yoga for me is I don't really enjoy doing it. I'm not like you know who does yoga well, I got for forty s- minutes. Fat middle aged woman. Okay. So I should do it for uh, three hours. No, you should be. Well, your uncomfortable task should be you take a razor blade and you fucking stick it across your face for until you make a scar <laughs> deep enough minutes. to remember. <laughs> yeah, for forty minutes. Okay. Well, um, maybe I'll put that on the list. 
and then my my night routine is just an hour no phone and the the only thing i can do is read read or write in the hour before bed okay i mean and and you haven't tried you haven't tried it yet well i did the i did the night routine two nights in a row i i planned on doing the morning routine but i uh I wanted to check my phone, so I just did that. Or I started watching Netflix. I yeah, really can't write, dude. I'm. I, it's like so hard to to force myself to sit down and write. I I hate doing it. I don't know why. Okay, well, just do what I do. Um, well, I mean, I don't like. What are you What are you trying to write? Like um, jokes. I mean, comedy. I have been trying to write some NBA takes. I've been watching a decent amount of NBA. Um. But yeah, joke, jokes, um, jokes, NBA. Uh, I mean, I would be down to write anything. F- philosophy, um, maybe a, a script to a porno. Yeah, I mean, um, I, like you should set a quota for yourself. Like every day write two jokes or something like that. And no matter how mm-hmm. hard it is or how bad they are, you, you always come out with two jokes. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm going to pop a couple <laughs> zinnies. <laughs> I'm going to just pop a couple zinnies until my body can, can get used to them. And then in, and at that point, I'll be addicted to them. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. But I, I've thought about a uh, a new segment that I'd like to add to the podcast. Okay. I already sent it to you. You uh, you you disparaged it. You disparaged me. That was and when you disparage me, you disparage yourself. But I think? I think I think um, we need to do personality hacks. That's what I would like to see. Teach, teaching the, the listeners how mean? to hack their, how to hack their personality. What are you? What are, you're. We're the two most loser guys. Why would anyone take like personality advice from us? Mm, that's a good. That's a good. I, I see your point. I see your point. Um, but. I, I do yeah I am kind of a loser but only only because of my financial and living s- situation. When you get me in a room with people, I'm cool as a cucumber. Really? Mhm. I I don't think that's true. I think if we stick you in a room with like high accomplishing, like let's say we stick you, let's say we have like a fucking uh, an old-fashioned, you know, wine mixer type, uh, like, party. No one really knows each other. And then we stick, like, 70 highly accomplished people in there. And then we stick you in there. I think all 70 of them will be able to pick out, yeah, hey, this guy, this bald guy with this unkempt beard is an actual loser. The rest of us, we're cool guys. <laughs> well, this guy CEO, this guy CFO, this guy, uh, you know, real estate investor. This guy unemployed lives with his mom. I mean, yeah, maybe they could pick that out, but they would still be fawning for my approval. I don't think so. I, I believe they? they would, dude. I I think it's because I've I've cultivated sort of a a chill vibe, and and people people that recognize that they're attracted to it, and they You're just the want they really want me to just planet. say. Neurotic, well, about uh-huh. yeah, maybe about some things, but I don't know, man. But I, I haven't, I don't really have anything this week. But just, just be thinking about it, dude. Personality hacks. Listen, I'll, I'll life be, hacks. as soon as, as soon as we click, boom, podcast over. I will not think about the podcast again. So I mean, I won't be thinking about personality hacks i don't even know what that is that sounds fucking gay it sounds like something a gay guy does how do i hack my personality how do i make my personality Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't fucking. I don't. I wouldn't think about that. If someone's like, "Hey, I'll pay you a hundred thousand dollars to to start thinking about personality hacks," I'd be like, "No, <laughs> not doing it." Okay. What if I ask you to do it for our friendship? And I say our friendship depends on it. I would, which is then priceless. I would say. Then I would say, "Fuck you." I don't care. Personality hacks are gay, and you're also gay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, then I guess just forget I said anything. What do you want to talk about then? What? What's our clipable you know, moment this week? Huh? Huh? What's the big clip, Daddy? What's the big clip coming down the pipeline this week? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Who wins? A seventh grader, average build, average height, male, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a cage versus you. Who wins? Fight to the death. Dude, I can beat up a seventh grader. I don't think you could. What do you mean? I'm a, I'm okay, a man. Well, okay, I'm nearly a, a man. He's a seventh grader, but he's a, he's starting starting linebacker. Linebacker, those guys are tough. Uh-huh. Those guys are tough. Um, how big is the cage? The cage is um, ten feet by ten ten feet. Okay, square cage. Square cage. Okay, okay. So I can use the corners. Um, I win. I tear win? that motherfucker's head off. <laughs> yeah. I, I still How do think, I win? Uh, I fucking I come at him with everything I got. <laughs> well, okay. What if what if the kid has been listening to David Goggins? Hmm. At that age, when his mind can mold so easily, he mm-hmm. he rips he rips my dick off and kills me. Yeah, I think you you probably stand no chance. I think what he does is he probably tackles you and then you're on the ground and then you start flailing and panicking and then he starts pummeling you. That's a terrible segment, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's I don't have any clipable moments. Even, I just made that up. It's not even anything. You, it's just a regular seventh grader versus me. <laughs> Starting linebacker. Well, linebacker, seventh grader. Hmm, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. So yeah, we had uh, so we had we had two weeks off the pod. Um, I didn't think about the. And we're back with a bang. Weeks. And we're back with a whimper, dude. We're back with a. <laughs> um. Yeah, of an episode. It's it's definitely. You want to just end this one early? No, 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 listen. This has been great. This has been. This might be our greatest episode to date. You think? It's certainly our greatest episode of the past six weeks. No, dude. This is. We had we as had a, one you, good one when you were yelling at me. You were yelling at me the whole episode. Maybe it was just good for me, but because you you started me on my path to greatness. Oh yeah. Hmm. And where where does uh, the path to greatness lead you? Uh, well, the, so the the path to greatness at first is very slow. And I and I started on the path to greatness, but I realized I forgot my inhaler, so I had to go back. Mm-hmm. I had to go back to the start. Um, but now I'm restarting on the path tomorrow um, because I, I was busy today watching a Netflix show. You know, I, I was really? watching this new show on Netflix called Everything Now. You, have you heard about it? You seen it? Nope. It's uh, what is that? It's about it's about this one girl who has like anorexia or bulimia or something, and she. It starts like her first. It starts like her first day back at school, so she's like a senior or a junior in in high school. So her fir- first day back, 
she went away for like six months to like a treatment facility for her anorexia. And it's basically about these like four friends. And it's, it starts off. There's, there's one gay friend and three straight friends. Then you realize by the, by the, the last episode, they're all gay. It's a hundred percent gay. Yeah. Okay. Two, two of them stay straight. But then all these other characters, they get introduced as like possible love interests, and then they end up, they end up lezzing out, or, or they they start making out with the dude. Wait, wait. Uh, you know what? I don't even. I zoned out when you were explaining that whole thing, and I don't even want to understand. This show sounds, okay. from what I heard, it sounds fucking retarded. And the fact, why do you even? How do you even? Because certainly, right? You look up, you Google everything now, and then you look mm-hmm. at the description, and then you mm-hmm. still click on it and watch it. Why would you ever watch that show? Um, I think because I, because ultimately, you know, I'm trying to be an entertainer. And what's the most important group to entertain? Um, yeah, I guess probably you know the youth, eighteen to thirty-five, right? So I'm, I'm always like learning what the next crop is being influenced by. So I'm trying to, it's, it's, it's how I'm going to remain relevant throughout my entire life. Yeah, sure. So it sounds, yeah. yeah. uh, No, I, listen, that's not, that's a bullshit lie. That's a bullshit lie. You just made up, you you watched it because you're trying you're trying to procrastinate. Mm. You know what you have to do. Mm. And you know it's time. I know so say what you have to do. I know you know what you have to do. I have to dunk. You you got to slam mama jamma. I have to slam dunk soon. Soon I won't be able to slam. <laughs> Listen, what you okay, what you need to do is you need to honestly I think the the best path for you cuz most people they're able to uh like have they're able to lasso their mind and they're able to take control. I think your your mind is running rampant and you're not able to get it under control. So what you need to do, I think what you should the first thing you should do is you should start looking into alternative medicines and, and alternative psychological treatments, uh, namely like ayahuasca or, uh, you know, other things like that. And w- the, when you start the ayahuasca trip, you should be going into it with the express purpose of trying to take control. So it's like most people, they go into the ayahuasca trip, they, you know, they're trying to process like some, maybe something traumatic. You need to be going into it with the idea of, hey, I'm going to come out of this as a master of my own mind. Because mm. right now in your current state, you're hopeless. But maybe as a transformed new Nate, not on the DA, you could possibly be, you could be a beast. Oh, shit. How do I get so I think you should, Um, I don't know. Maybe like I think some Indian reservations, you can fucking go find some. But um, so, you know, looking at ayahuasca, look into maybe start. I think honestly, you start small. Uh, you, I think today you go to Home Depot and you start buying paint thinners and then you brown paper bag, stick those in there. And uh, take, a, take, take a couple huff of those. And I think, honestly, you what you really need is a breakdown. You need a breakdown of the mind. Hmm. So you need to detach from whatever reality you're living. And then when you're in the the, the detachment phase, the whole, the, every thought, you know, flowing through your mind should be, mm-hmm. I'm going to step out of this as uh, in control. I'm going to step out of this as the master. Okay, dude, I fucking found it. There's ayahuasca retreats in Oregon. You know all drugs are legal there. Right, right, right. 
All right. This I'm I'm already on the website. I'm already applying. All right. How much of your potential do you feel like you are currently living? Scale of one to ten. Are you asking me? I'm asking you. Um, to answer for me. Three? Two. Okay, that's more that's more realistic. How spiritually connected do you do I feel? I'm gonna say three. Okay. How peaceful I do feel pretty peaceful. How peaceful do I feel? I'm gonna say six. That's yeah, I think six. You should be at it at a one though. But you can say, yeah, you're at a six or a seven. All right. How connected do I feel to my purpose? One through ten. See, I feel like you you feel connected. One. Like, I feel like... One. Okay, you feel like you're at a one? Yeah, you should be at a one. How much love do you feel you're having in your life? I do have a lot of... I do have a lot of love, I feel like. I'm going to say seven. Okay. To help us, please take a moment to reflect and answer the following questions honestly. Oh shit, now it's gonna make me. What is motivating you to explore this experience? More pussy. Okay. Dude, I'm not gonna answer these real questions. I was down to answer when it was one through 10. But you know what? I got a friend that lives in, in Washington. I think, cause I'm always looking for, for kind of a new drug that's going to take me over the edge. I thought it was going to be Zen. Um, it's mostly just giving me headaches. Uh, dude, how are you? Isn't, isn't nicotine supposed to be an appetite suppressant? Yeah, it, it is. I don't think it works like that for me. Cause I was, I was eating Oreos with a Zen in. Yeah. Okay. And, that's not, I mean, the, the, I've noticed that there's some shit like cigarettes don't really work as like an appetite suppressant. I, and I think for some people it does, but for me, like uh, tobacco pouches mm -hmm. are like a, a pretty effective. It, it at least lasts for like an hour or something like that. But uh, Zen could be because it's like a completely different fucking compound. So it might not be that effective. Yeah, I mean, because it's because it's not tobacco. It's just nicotine. All right. This right, is why I gotta, I gotta figure out how much this fucking retreat costs. Yeah, listen, it's a good idea. I think maybe you need to change, and I think ayahuasca might provide that change. And if you can't afford the the retreat, um, because I think maybe those things get a little you're expensive. You're ready. You're ready to give me a scholarship. I am ready to send you right now. A package of mushrooms and maybe some uh, some whippet canisters to to simulate the experience of ayahuasca. And I'll come I'll come to North Carolina and we'll build a teepee and I'll be your trip leader. I'll be your shaman. Yeah, you might have to because the, the cheapest one here is fifty two hundred bucks. Damn. And that's in fucking the Netherlands too, so I imagine the flight there is gonna stink. Oh yeah, I thought these were in Oregon. This site sucks. Yeah, you can definitely find a cheaper one. There's some you can definitely find some in America. Yeah, dude. Let's... The thing is, you might not be able to. It might not be like on the front page of Google, but if you do a little mm -hmm. digging, maybe a couple forums, something like that. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, we're over. We're over a fucking hour. Are you ready to ready to call it? We were just making some headway. My Zenchino's nah, I mean, just connected with my third your Zen eye. Chino, and you, you know what your fucking problem is, is that you put in a Zen for like two minutes at the start of the podcast. Yeah, because I get sick. And then 40 minutes later, you stick in another one. You should you space it out for like fucking two hours. What you should do, my method with, with, uh, with my pouches is that I... I do what I try to do is I do one pouch, have it in for thirty minutes, and then after that thirty minutes is up, I wait like at least two hours mm -hmm. and do okay. another one. But you, how long do you keep it in? Thirty minutes. Shit, bro, I'll, I'll vomit. All right, well, 
Hey man, this this episode is brought to you by Zen and Ayahuasca. And um thank you for listening as always. The podcast will be better. Um if you listen to this whole thing, obviously I'm I'm very sorry. Uh but um but you got but you gotta take some blame yourself, listener. What? You old dumbass. Uh-huh. Not you, Ryan. You're perfect. You're a little perfect angel. Yeah, that's right. Um, Ryan, do you have anything you'd like to say to the people before we leave? Yeah, I mean, listen, um, fucking shout out, um, shout out Delta 8 and Delta 9 and SEAL Team 6. Thank you. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this.